So our festive season management program runs in three phases. We have a low phase from the 3rd of December to the 15th. From the 16th, it goes into high operation until the 3rd of January 2022. And then it returns to a low season thereafter until the schools return. So how has been the start of the December period then been thus far? Because you, you're, you're rolling up now to the 16th, right? Yes, correct, yes. And, and what are the numbers that you're expecting over the coming weekend? Well, one can't really put a finger on it. It's all always weather-dependent. Uh, today, we've got heavy winds, so, you know, that reduces numbers. And then it depends if people are shopping or wanting to, to recreate at the beach. So, in essence, over the, the festive season, we estimate our footfall just over 2 million people. So that could be the same feet tramping the beaches or different feet all the time. Um, so the, the plan is to ensure multidisciplinary and integrated and coordinated approach to managing holiday season. So we've identified several risks, several hazards, um, overcrowding, traffic congestion, sidewalk congestion, excessive uh, abuse of liquor in public, which is against the bylaws, and we have a zero tolerance uh, response to that. Waste generation, uncontrolled fireworks at the end of the year, um, you know, uncontrolled public celebrations, environmental hazards. So we were looking at these things mm-hmm. before COVID came around. Separated children and um, even adults sometimes can get separated from their families. Talking about over- talking about separation, let's pause there for a moment. Children being displaced from, from their guardians remain still a huge concern. Now, since yes. its implementation, did you see a decline in displaced children? And kindly explain how the risk banding initiative works. Child that comes towards the beach will start there. Uh, is identified uh, by our, our ambassadors and our beach buddies. So they spot families with younger children and encourage them to go to the tents where our childminders are, and they then write the parent's cell number on the wristband that is appended to the child's wrist, so that in the event of separation, um, it, it makes it easier for them to be reunited for the parents to be contacted. Now along the beachfront. We have tents, and these tents serve as separated children's tents. So if anyone is, is separated from their families or their siblings, they're brought to that tent and held there by the childminders until such time as the families come to claim them uh, and that reunification happens. Now, if they are not claimed within the same day, we take them to a very secure uh, overnight shelter. And it's, it's in one of the schools uh, we don't identify. But anyone then who, uh, who comes to collect their child must produce all the necessary documentation, obviously. Sometimes the, ch- the, the child minor tents are used as uh, kindergarten centers. Mm-hmm. So uh, a parent, because they want to enjoy themselves, might you know, purposely lose the child. We don't encourage that at all. We are not a, a kindergarten center. It is for those who are um, separated and in that kind of emergency. Then... Uh you know, COVID-19 and the level of new infections remain a huge concern for many. Now, here in Gauteng, we, we are a hotspot and a lot of volleys are coming in your direction. What strategies, what strategies have you adopted for this year in order to ensure compliance by all beachgoers? 
Well, we've got lots of signage along the beaches. So firstly, we have a drive-in site where taxis and buses and private vehicles can go to, to prevent congestion on the, on the front of beach, as it were. So they get off there, they get onto a hop-on-hop-off bus system free of charge, which moves them around the beaches, um, and they can get up at any point and come back. But all around this, this signage, we've already implemented from, from the early stages of the pandemic uh, proper sanitization and cleaning and that in our pollution facilities. So, so that's in place. We therefore now encourage people, because a huge mass is coming down, and it's not a planned event, it, it's unplanned as such, People then are encouraged to do the right thing. We don't have the capacity to police every single person who's not wearing a mask. But we will have our, our enforcement agencies to remind people to do the correct thing. So mask wearing is important. On the sand, it's, it's not quite possible to have your proper social distancing, given the numbers that we see. So we encourage people just to in, in, implement their own distance from each other. To wear masks on the sand, one cannot bathe, obviously, with a mask. So um, we want people to do the correct thing and, and you know, the correct, uh, adhere to the correct protocols. So in all our facilities, we have that in place. If we notice that the beach is so overcrowded that it's you know a super spread, a status kind of thing, we can close off at certain loads. Our traffic management plan kicks in where we have hard closures and soft closures, the soft being where booms are and those are, are policed uh, or staffed. So... We can then encourage people not to come down to the beachfront, and if there's a need to close off at those points, then we can do that. Mm-hmm.